Grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Tuesday, May 5th. I often get the question from people, whether they're in ministry, full-time, vocational or not, how I got into ministry. And every time I get that question, I answer it a little bit differently. Uh, sometimes I I give the answer of being in junior high ministry or being in youth ministry or uh, hearing the call to plant a church. I kind of start it in different places because it's so multi-layered. I, I feel like God calls me into ministry afresh every five to seven years. But as I reflect back on like how it first began, I was a, uh, a just graduated high schooler. I just graduated from high school and uh, the youth pastor, my youth pastor, Mike, um, who mentored me and discipled me when I was in high school um, and in ministry, he asked me, just would you please take a group of junior hires and just teach them the Bible? And at that time, I was a Christian only like a year and a half. I didn't really know the Bible, but he saw something and in me that he's like, just, I want you to serve these, these students. And so I, I had no plan of getting in full-time ministry. I had no plan of doing this vocationally. I had no plan. I just thought it's a good way to serve the church. Um, and so um, I said yes. And he, here's where the something flipped. I remember that I remember the season of life it flipped. I think I was just a couple years into it. When I when I saw someone that I was uh, spending time with, praying with, uh, ministering to, and I didn't even I wasn't. I was a Christian for a year and a half. You like you don't you know how little you know in a year and a half. Um, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just trying to. I didn't have language to this yet then, but partner with God in seeing what God was doing in their life. When I saw someone, a student, uh, and eventually um, more than just students, just older people as well, when I saw people wake up to the reality of God and what God was doing in their life. It was one of the most, and it still is, the most amazing experience in this life. It was better than any drug I did. I did a lot of drugs in high school, better than any drug. It was, for me, it was, it was everything. And I remember when something was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Now, I, I bring this up, and I'm not trying to say you should be in vocational ministry, um, meaning full-time you know, get paid for at a church, whatever. But I believe every single person is called to ministry of some sort in some way that we would get involved in others' lives, get involved in what God's doing in other people's lives. And of course, you might know this, um, I'm backing into where we're at right now as a church with this no need among us thing that the Spirit is doing. Now, if you don't go to Reality San Francisco, I know there's a lot of people listening from all over the place you're involved now. You're in this with us. Um, come along with us, and we're gonna we're gonna right now. I want to lead us into a time of praying for one person that the Spirit is putting on our mind and our heart. Maybe you've already done this. Maybe it's it's one person today that you just want to send a text to. But I, I want to put this under the umbrella of we're asking every person in our church right now to reach out to one person. To, to make sure in our time, during this time of, of quarantine and people being laid off, there is no need among us in our church. And that's the hope. That's the goal. So uh, I, I've been hearing from people, and sometimes it's hard. They're like, how do I do this? How do I get involved? I don't really know how to, I've not done this before. So I want to 
hold your hand, so to speak. Now, if, if, if you're listening and you know someone who really needs to hear this, send this to them. I want to hold your hand, hand through. Um, if you were sitting in my office or um, in counseling, you're like, I want to get involved, pastor, but I don't know how to do this. I want to lead you in a time right now of like, what does it look like to ask the Spirit to give you a name? And then what do I do next? Um, that's what I want to do now. So let, let's spend time just being still. If you can, go outside, sit down, put your feet on the ground or go for a walk and breathe in uh, fresh air. Uh, Just get into a place where you can receive from God right now. If you're sitting, would you place your palms up uh, in a posture of openness to God, receptivity to God? Think of a flower that opens towards the sun. Uh, If you're on a walk, uh, lift your face to the sky. Just like lift your Put a smile on your face. Just lift your face to the sky and say, thank you, God. Let's take a few breaths. I'm going to be silent for about five seconds. And we're just... Pray this, God, I want to partner with you to love someone in our church. Will you please bring someone to mind, a face, a name, to my mind right now? Whatever I, I believe the Spirit's at work, whatever face or name is coming to mind, don't be surprised. Don't judge that person. Don't judge yourself. Don't start second-guessing yourself. Don't start saying, oh, that person doesn't have need, or I should be calling or you feel guilty because God put that person on your heart like three months ago and you didn't do anything with that. Don't, don't, whatever's happening right now, don't judge it. Just be open. Be open to what God's doing right now. That person may have no financial needs. That person may have no physical needs. That person might be more mature spiritually than you. Don't judge it. If multiple names are coming to mind, right now, would you just pray a blessing over every, if you have multiple faces coming to mind, just pray a blessing. God, I bless this person in the name of Jesus. I bless this person. Just bless them. And now ask the Spirit, who are you highlighting right now? Okay. If you have a face, you have a name. Now what do you do with that face? What do you do with that name? First thing you do is you just thank God. Thank you, God, because you're, you're at work in this person's life in some way that I may or may not get to partner with. Well, it just depends. There it has to be two ways. This person has to let you in, and that may not happen. That's that's life and ministry, folks. So, But we're just going to be faithful with that name. Okay, so there's that name. First thing we're going to do is we're going to commit to today. We're going to reach out to this person, send them a text. If we don't know their name or, their, or we don't know who they are, they'll have their number. Um, we're going to, we're going to do some investigation. We're going to spend a half hour somehow asking our community group or friends or social media who this person is. We're going to try to reach out to them today. And all you're going to do is going to send them a text and saying, Hey, as I was praying, I I believe that God put your name in my mind and my heart. And I love to see if I, we can get on the phone and, and, and chat. Is that, are you cool with that? That's all you do. And they may say, no, I'm not cool with that, and that's okay. They may say, yeah, I'd love to do that. If they say, no, I'm not cool with that, then say, okay, cool. I'm Just let this, you know, I'm praying for you. 
If there's anything that you would love prayer for, let me know. If they are cool with it, then set up a time, set up a phone call. And in this phone call, all you're going to do is this. You're going to say, how are you doing? Like, I know that's a giant question. So I like to say, how are you doing today? Give up parameters. How are you doing today? How's your day going today? Ask them, how, how's work? Are you in the city? Are you Did you move back home for this season? How's work going for you? And are there any like needs that you have, like spiritual needs, emotional needs, any way I can pray, physical, financial needs? Is there any... Anything, if they go to our church, they know this is happening. So they know this is kind of, this is, it's like praying for each other's needs and meeting each other's needs. And then ask for specifics. Is there a specific way? L- yesterday, I um, actually, I had prayed about someone on Sunday and God brought someone to my mind. Actually, all weekend, he was bringing someone to my mind. And I looked on my phone to see if I had this person's uh, phone number so I can text them. And I didn't. But as I swiped down on my phone and and I typed their name to do a search on my phone, what came up was their Venmo account, which I have no idea how that even works. But it did. It came that came up. And I and I heard I I, I heard God tell me to to send this person this amount of money, a certain amount of money. And um. And I said, well, I told God, you know, God, let me talk to this person first. Cause I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's an insult. I don't know. That, that, that's real, right? I don't, I don't know if that's insult or not. So I reached out to this person. We set up a phone call. It was an amazing phone call. I loved it. And at the end, I'm like, do you have any financial needs? At this point, up to this point in the conversation, I, he, this person made it sound like they didn't have any need. But come to find out, they had a, a need and their need was almost to like the a few dollars above or below exactly the number that I I thought that God was putting on my mind and heart to give them. I was like, that's amazing. This is why I told the person this story. And it was just really practical. And I'm like, let's stay connected. It's like that. It could be just that, that simple. And maybe we keep talking. Maybe, I mean, maybe we keep talking every week. Maybe this person reaches out. I just said, just open. Like, I I just want to, I just want to keep that open. Like if you have needs at, at all, please let me know. Um, it, it could be that person has zero needs at all. Just like, yeah, I'm just, this is where I'm struggling right now in my life. Would you pray, be there for me? I heard another story yesterday of someone who, when they reach out to the person, they're like, I have no financial need, but I think God's stirring in me that I've been spending my money on frivolous stuff. And I, I would love some like prayer around that. Because I think I'm just getting caught up and spending my money on stupid stuff. That this we don't know what God's gonna do. So now on our website, realitysf.com/no-need, there's some guidelines for how to how to partner with God in caring for a person. I I want to encourage you to just to go there and skim that, read that, spend time in that. The thing that I I want to um uh kind of bring to the surface right now is to mellow just do this in a mellow way don't force help don't make something happen if it happens great if you get the phone call great if the person ghosts you just don't force it just pray for that person and just and if a phone call does happen just be present just be present don't feel nervous about 
you know, what if this goes bad? What if I don't have a great story to tell? It, you don't know if like two years down the line, this is pivotal in their life. And they, you just don't, you won't see it for years. You just don't know. So let's, and you don't even know if you're in a moment that shifts the, shifts history. <laughs> you just don't know. We just don't know. So let's be, let's be um, obedient. I think that's the thing I want to leave you with, obedience. If you heard, if you're, if you're a member of reality, I'm your pastor, I'm asking you to do this. So just carry that for a minute. Like that's, just be obedient to that. Just do, at least ask God. And if God then tells you what to do, gives you a name, be obedient to reaching out. I think the obedience at that point, it's now, it's circumstantial. It just depends on how far the person will let you in. Be obedient all the way up. One last thing I want to say is if you don't have the financial means to meet what their needs are, and that's understandable, then we have obviously a benevolence team that is well-equipped and versed and able to come alongside and help as well. Let's just, let's just see God do something in our, in our, in our historical moment that is very close to what it was like when the Holy Spirit, the Spirit first was poured out on the church. Peace be with you.